If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Make it last forever. Friendship never ends. The musical silence of greedy. You know, I always wondered, is that an open invitation to fuck all of her friends too? Warning for underage listeners, this is an adult-oriented podcast. There will be frequent references to kink, sex, crude language, and various other grotesqueries. If you're under 18 and looking for answers and upfront advice about sex, please visit scarletteen.com. Also, for the dude bro listeners out there, this is nerdy shit. Go away. Welcome to the Gotham Press Podcast. This is a verbal orgy about anything like the Grafenberg spot. The difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. The finer points of throwing a pair of floggers and just whatever the hell we find to talk about. That said, if you have a desire to learn these and many more kinktastic nergasms, stay tuned. Hey there, Greedy. Hey, Awesome. How are you? <sighs> I'm tired today, man. I'm tired. Why would you be tired? Masturbation. No. Oh, what? Oh, uh, no, no. Um, you can be honest with our listeners. It's okay. <laughs> no, listeners, I, I've heard him through the wall. It's a very thin wall. He keeps listening for some reason. It's really creepy. We're a room apart, dude. No, we're two rooms apart. There's a bathroom also between us. Yeah, there's no door on the bathroom in my room. The master suite bathroom has no fucking door. I hear everything. It it amplifies the sound coming through your wall. Why do you listen to me masturbate so much? Because I can only raise the volume of the TV so high. Well, I hope you enjoy. I will be scarred for life. Will you? Will you really? Yeah. Anyway, hi listeners. Hi. Welcome back you? to the Gotham Press. Uh, we've missed you. Have we? I have. I know I have, but I don't know about you. Lies. All lies. I like my listeners. And they like me. They comment about how my voice is sultry and uh, enticing. Oh, those poor listeners. Ah, We we love them. We do love them. Hi, listeners. Thank you for joining us again. Wait, where do they tell you about that yet? Uh, Discord. uh, Kick. um... Wait, do you have our listeners on Kick? No, no. This is in uh, this is in a couple of groups that I'm in with some of them. Uh, these are these are listeners that, as of yet, haven't joined on the Discord. What is wrong with you, Rudy? How come you have not invited them? You really think I haven't? I don't know. I have. Okay. Several times. Invited them to the Discord. Uh, they've they've contributed a few topics that we've talked about. Um, but yeah, you know it's. It's only it's only so many people are going to add another another app, then another app, then another app, then another app to their phones. I mean, that's only get rid of kick. Spa- <laughs> when they've got friendships that they've formed over the last six years on kick, tell them come to Discord as well. Yeah, yeah, I tried that, and I, I don't I don't know that they're gonna. Oh well. Yeah. Oh, you tried. I still talk to them, so that's the important thing. I think so. Uh, so greedy. Yeah. You know who we are? We are wild gangsters. No? Yes, we are. No idea where that's from? No. Have you never seen Bill and Ted? No. Bill S. Preston, Ted Theodore Logan, Wild Stallions. I'm I'm assuming you're talking about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures or yes. Bogus Journey or yes. stuff like that. Nope. Sure haven't. Seriously? Seriously. Wow. 
I'm going to. Uh, I've heard that there's going to be a remake of it. No, not a remake. They're making a third one. Or not a remake. Wow, fail. A yeah. Continuation. Yeah. Um, so they're they're actually going to have um, ah hell. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. That's the one that I know. I don't know the other guy's name. I used to know his name, but I do not know it off the top of my head now. Yeah. I saw an article a couple weeks back that uh, Keanu Reeves did an interview and let slip that they were going to to do another another episode of it. Um, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to watch them now. Um, when I was a kid, when, when they first came out, it was not on the approved uh, approved watching list. Of course not. That's talking about time travel and going back to things. And heathen stuff. Heathen stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you kind of messed up my joke because you didn't know it. It was going to go, we are wild kingsters or just pervs. Who knows? <laughs> I'm sure that'll be much funnier when I understand the joke. Eh, we'll see. <laughs> you may not like the movie. We don't know. I'm pretty sure I will. I mean, I haven't seen anything yet with Keanu Reeves in it that I wasn't really a fan of. So nothing. No. Interesting. Well, I haven't seen his entire catalog. Obviously, we'll have to check. We'll we'll have to put this to the test. Okay. All right, Keanu Reeves marathon, and then the next episode we will be talking in monotone about Keanu Reeves. <laughs> no, not about Keanu Reeves. Just like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose I suppose he does have a couple of uh, characteristics that. Uh, that transit to every one of his bits, huh? Yeah. Every character he embodies. Kind of like Nicolas Cage? Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate you now for comparing <laughs> Keanu Reeves to Nicolas Cage. But you can't deny it. You have now destroyed my, my unwavering like for Keanu Reeves just by comparing him to that fuck. Uh, hey listeners, if you Nick didn't, Cage, I swear to God, if you do that thing where you stare into the nothingness before you, before you actually take action, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> hey listeners, you know the look I'm talking about. God damn it, greedy! Let me finish my thought. It's the <laughs> shut look. up, like, shut up, greedy. So listeners, just in case you aren't aware why greedy hates Nicolas Cage, go back a few episodes. Actually, make sure you listen to all of our episodes. You know, and you can do that. By going to any of the outlets we have uh, in the show notes here uh, to find us out there in the wild. Hmm. That's, that's, yeah, you can. You should. You really should. Now, continue on with your Nicolas Cage rant. Nope, it's over. Good. I don't want to. I don't want to spend more time on Nicolas Cage than I absolutely have to. Oh and my! You've been spending time on Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that that last two minutes right there. Oh oh oh! That's it. Time on him, not physically on him. Wow. You dick. Hey. I was going to be nice to you this episode. Were you? I was. Okay, we'll see what happens. No, it's it's burned now. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're hey. suggesting that I was spending time on Nicolas Cage. I'm. That was horrible. We're going to have to cut that part out. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to cut that part out, believe why, believe that we cut a part out, just to mess with people. Anyway, greedy. That is so messed up. So here's what we're going to do. Apple. You know the company, right? The oh, fruit, yeah. The fruit company. Uh, so so said thing? Forrest Gump. Yeah, uh, the, the, the I'm trying to think of uh, how how uh, Seth MacFarlane put it. Ah hell, 
Oh, I can't remember. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're going to be spending five hundred million. Five hundred million on arcade gaming. Not so, arcade cabinets. Okay, that 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 puts my mind at ease. I was worried that the uh, the the Apple Complex was going to get an arcade, a nickel arcade or something. Dude, could you imagine if they had an arcade like that? I imagine it would be virtual reality where everybody walks in and suddenly you're all killing each other. Are you just sure? to get the frustration out that they don't allow in their company? So what you're saying is it's going to be like uh, how what was the movie? Uh, gamer. Sure. No, not like Gamer, because in Gamer, they were controlling actual people to kill other people. Yeah, no, no. no well, I don't know. that it, Apple is kind of an evil giant, so they, they might go that far. Plus, I'm sure they have the money to get to pay for people. I'm certain they do. I, I, I know a few people that would uh, sign up so that their kids or spouse would have, you know, $10 million just so that, you know, they go into it and know they're not coming out. That's horrible. These are horrible people. In desperate times. No. And Apple is not above um, purchasing people's souls. Their souls? Souls, bodies, whatever. It's a, it's a package deal. <laughs> is that what it is? See the Apple emblem? Read 666. No. 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 Stop that. <laughs> anyway, what the they're doing... The beast. <laughs> Horrible. I know. Anyway, what they're actually doing? Yeah. Uh, com- supposedly coming later this year. Uh huh. On across any Apple platform that you use, your iPhones, your iPad, uh, even I think even the watch, uh, or on your Mac, um, you'll be able to partake in any of the games they offer. And they're trying to get with uh, both big name companies and in a lot of indie developers. Really? Yeah. So we're going to see some uh, new, new developments here. Hopefully. But the problem is, only on Apple products. Oh, so they're they're trying to pull people away from other other host sites. Right. Google, Xbox, exactly. PlayStation. I mean, gaming is a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. Yeah, it just stands to reason that there would be room. Okay, I, I got into an argument some time back with a guy at uh, uh, Games, GameStop. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were talking about how, how Xbox and uh, Sony won't play nice. You know, they won't play nice with each other, share, share titles across platform, have cross platform play. Um, they're they're fighting it every step of the way. You know they they want oh, no no our people are Xbox people our people are PlayStation people, and there's there's no there's no cross cross platform work. There's no middle ground where you know people can be happy and play on both. The only time that they allow that is if the game publisher is actually putting forth the money for that. Yeah, I I think that's total bullshit. I mean, you could totally have a far bigger fan base. If you would open up, open source your platform. Yes, this is true. They could, but they don't want that because you know what? You know the thing that breeds better stuff? Innovation. Competition. Competition. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that wouldn't be competition. There, there would be even better competition because now you can compare apples to apples. If I'm playing, um, give, give me a title that's only available on uh, PlayStation. 
God of War, uh, the latest Spider-Man uh, Perfect, game. perfect. God okay. of War. God of War. Okay, so if I'm playing God of War on PlayStation, I can't compare it directly to anything on Xbox. Like Gears of War. Like Gears of War. Okay, so you you can you can kind of make a comparison there. <laughs> I just realized God of War, Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can kind of make a comparison there, but the fact that it's a different game, uh, the the creators of each game, they're two different companies. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're not putting in the same technology, the same programming into both products. So you don't you can't make an accurate comparison one v one which console is better. Okay. And now if if they opened up the platforms, if they opened up both of them to the the cross platform play, you'd be able to see it. You'd be able to see it firsthand. So you've got you've got a uh, PS3 or PS4. I've uh, got PS4, I've got the Switch, okay. I've got the Xbox. You so, know me, I'm, I'm a gaming whore. Yeah, yeah. In, in this in this home, we have uh, PS4, Xbox One, uh, One S. Uh, you have a One S? I do. Oh, that's right, you do have a One S. And if we could see, if we could have uh, the same games on them and play them side by side on the same TV, then we'd be able to tell, ooh, hey, I like this better about this. I like that better about that console. No? Well, here's the thing. For me, I've been gaming for a long time, as yeah. you well know. Mm-hmm. I still see that. I can tell, like, oh, hey, I like this about this particular game or this type of game on this console. Like, if you game enough, you can kind of see that. But a lot of people aren't doing that. No, that's the problem, though. With, with people that are just casual gamers, they're not going to spend the... Money, time. In-depth money and time to say, well, I'm, I'm nitpicky about this. And that's the most important thing for me. You know, they're they're gonna see. Oh well, it, it looks better, I guess. And they're they're gonna make a decision on the on a whim. You know, let's uh, let's use uh, Sheldon Cooper as an example. Okay. <laughs> Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, PlayStation Four or Xbox One? You well, know? Sheldon would be for the PC Master Race. Please pass the butter. Um. No, well, well he, there was there was an entire episode where uh, he and. Uh, um, his girlfriend were uh, chatting about it. He was going back and forth on what console he wants to buy. Oh yes, I remember this episode. Yeah, he he wouldn't he wouldn't buy both of them. He had to make a decision which one was better. Yeah, and poor Amy Farrah Fowler. Yeah, poor Amy. Um, so my my point being, I I think it would would drive competition even more if they would open up and cross platform for everything if they would allow cross-platform for everything it would also drive more business for uh the game or gaming industry as in uh the people that produce the games uh instead of having to code for one specific console and they have to recode for another console if you made a generic coding like a, a a coding that would work for everything pc all the consoles everything then you'd you'd I'm probably making it far more complicated than it you needs are. to be, huh? But my my point stands. I mean, it would it would drive competition to allow everything to be played off of all consoles. At least from my perspective, it would. Yeah. Hey, listeners, do you have any thoughts on this? Go ahead and hit us up on our Discord. Yeah. Or, or you know, you can even email us and just let us know. Gothampresspodcast at gmail.com. We're always willing to listen to what you have to say. What what Discord room do you think we should uh, designate for gamer chat? Oh, I'm sure I can make another one. Okay, we'll make one. Yeah. We have a little bit of time. I, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs>
I mean, it's not like we're in charge of it or anything. No, no, no. It's not like we uh, set when these episodes come out. Who's who would do such a thing? Uh, some assholes. I don't know. Corporate. <laughs> corporate. <laughs> are we the corporate assholes now? No, no. We're the corporate douchebags. The corporate assholes are above us. Oh, oh. Wait, we're corporate, and they allow you to come into work like that? I don't care. And it was getting in the way and bugging me, so I pulled it out of the way. Stop. Just drop it. <laughs> oh, I really wish we had somebody else to just, like, jump in real quick just to take your place for the next section. So it was like, hey, Greedy was replaced by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is that? What? Ooh, I forgot to turn off the sound on my computer. And oh, I'm yeah? getting beeps. Because somebody is responding in Discord. Ha <laughs> ha! Anyway. Huh. So, back to the thing. Okay, so, off that story. Off the gaming story. More importantly, it's just a matter of Apple's coming out with an arcade-based virtual system. Okay. And I'm kind of excited about it. I want to see what they have. Maybe by that time I'll have my own, app, my own iPad. <laughs> huh. Why, why, would you, why would you go to an iPad now? I mean, you've gone so long without one. Uh, mostly peer pressure from my mother. <laughs> you well, know exactly why. <laughs> I do. I understand that. Okay. Um, I, I would just like to take this moment to say that your mother is a saint. My even mother though, is a saint. Even though she wants you to go to I, Apple anything. <laughs> uh, my mother's great. Love you, Mom. Even though you probably never I hear don't this. think she'll ever hear this. I don't say you though she'll never hear this. Let me rephrase. I hope she'll never hear this. Right. Alright. So Greedy, I excited you about a story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Greedy, I'm gonna let you take it. Oh geez. Okay, um, so <sighs> there's a guy that is suing his parents a guy of what age i believe it was 40 40 years old 40 years old is suing them for destroying his twenty nine thousand dollars and this is his price twenty nine thousand dollars estimated porn and sex toy collection greedy have you spent twenty nine thousand dollars on porn and sex toys nope Nope, 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 nope. I haven't either. I haven't had $29,000 to spend on porn and sex toys. <laughs> well, we, we both have uh, responsibilities in life. Uh, granted, uh, I've got a couple more that you don't have, and I, I hope for your sake that you don't ever have them. At the same time, I kind of wish you would have them because, you know, it, it gives you gives you more perspective on life. But that's that's a different topic for another day. Totally different topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, neither of us have ever ever had $29,000 that we could designate to porn and or sex toys. Also, more importantly, if you had $29,000 worth of porn and sex toys, would you leave them at your parents' home? No, I don't think I would take $1 in porn or sex toys to my parents' home. <laughs> I think that was uh, foolishness on his part, and he kind of deserves to lose it at this point. He moved into his parents' house after a divorce. Um, ten months later, he moved out, and a few months after that, they sent him his belongings, minus, uh, what was it, six boxes, six, six moving boxes, boxes yes. of um, his collection. And 
there was there was an email chain between them um, where the uh, father that was chatting with him told him that they did him a favor and it would improve his quality of life and then likened it to uh, having a kilo of cocaine. I, I believe that was what it was. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. But, but well, Hold on. So porn is like cocaine? Is that what they're saying? Oh, yeah. They're saying it's an addiction and that it destroys his life. And I can I'm, I can kind of see that. I mean, if, if he, depending on what caused the divorce, true. It, if it was if it was incessant masturbation and you know shit like that getting in the way of his uh, daily duties and responsibilities, then I can I can kind of understand his parents doing that. But them just doing it because ew, it's porn. You mean doing it for like which reasons your parents would do it? No, my parents would do it for religious reasons, and. I think that's another problem altogether. Gotcha. But without without knowing their their motives completely, and we're we're just seeing the digest of uh, what happened. Right. Without knowing the motives on the parents' side, we can only speculate at what actually caused this. Um, although it does make for a pretty hilarious story. They uh, the guy is suing them for eighty six thousand eight hundred twenty two dollars. Um, triple the amount. Just shy of triple the amount in damages, emotional damages, and his monetary loss for his $29,000 porn collection. And again, this is estimated by him. So he's he's suing his parents for $86,000. Now, Greedy, how old is this guy again? 40. He's 40 years old. So he's suing his parents who are presumably older than that. I wouldn't expect his parents to be forty-two. You know, they would, they would have to be. They would have to be at least in their mid to late fifties. At um, least, possibly older. Likely, likely at least in their sixties. So, greedy. When you hit sixty, do you think you're just going to have eighty-six thousand dollars laying around to give? There was a time Even in my to life. Child? There was a time in my life that I thought that I would be a multimillionaire by then. Um, with uh, events that happened in the last decade, that's probably not going to happen. So, no. I would say no. I'm I'm just flabbergasted as to why he thinks he's going to get $86,000 from his parents. Well, his parents aren't Bill and Melinda Gates. So... Well, no. Then he'd be suing for more. Oh, yeah. He would. Uh, he'd probably have a bigger porn collection. <laughs> <laughs> he'd probably actually have a porn star or two in his collection. <laughs> His harem. Uh, wow. I, I, now I'm now I'm thinking about Bill Gates' porn collection. That actually just sparked a thought. What's that? So I've recently started getting into the uh, porn. No, I've been into that for years. <laughs> I um, know. <laughs> but actually, kind of on that same vein, is porn games. Oh yeah. Kind of. You you know what a dating sim is. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so think like a dating sim, but more with, hey, you can be the master of this girl or these girls. And you kind of go through the story that's played out to convince them to do to go into certain roles. Huh. Yeah, I had one that I played um, a few months back. Um called winter days i believe okay uh the main character he 
figured out a way to hypnotize his family. Now, in the game, uh, it, it says very clearly at the beginning, uh, they are quote-unquote family because this is my game, and no, I'm not going to have actual you know, relatives sleeping with each other. Wow. But, again, it's just, off, again, fun and games. So that was like a hypnosis type thing. It was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, the one I just found is called uh, Harem Hotel. Or Hotel Harem. I can't remember the order. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, uh, Harem Hotel. It sounds better, Hotel Harem. I, I hope it's that way. <laughs> but it's pretty fun so far. So, yes, th- this is what I do, listeners. I Porn gaming. <laughs> I have a... Def- I have a problem. I'm curious. Uh, I have a problem. Don't help me. Awesome. Have you <laughs> have you spent $29,000 on porn gaming? No. God, no. No. Uh, this game was free. Um, the Harold Hotel. Uh, not Harold Hotel. The uh, Winter Days, I think I spent five bucks on just because, hey, I'm going to support stuff I like. You know? Yeah, yeah. As, as one should. As one should. Anyway, I'm sorry. That was just a aside because... Harems. I'm I'm okay with harems. I mean I'll never have one myself, but hey, if you can manage that many women at once, more power to you. Hey, a harem doesn't have a specific size. A harem is just the group of women that are yours. Yes. That are yours without marital uh locking or binding, without anything but hey, I'm gonna fuck you tonight. And you and you and you. (laughs) And all, bring right, her. all of you over there, you're going to go there for tonight. The rest of you, come here. <laughs> you, my room, 8 o'clock. You, 8.45. Bring a friend. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to, the, back to the main story. Okay. So, Greedy, $86,000. 86, 86. Do you think he's going to buy more porn? I would imagine. I mean, if... if if his father is correct that it's an addiction for him, that it's messing up his life, yeah, he's going to spend every single cent of it on more porn, and uh, it's probably going to be to the detriment of himself. Do you think he has kinky porn? I would guess. I you, mean, you would guess, but you can spend that much. M- money on porn and still not have the grand scope of well he did he did claim that he had a uh, comprehensive porn collection okay so i i would i would assume from comprehensive that it's well-rounded you know including including uh little bits and pieces from all areas of porn that said rule 34 i mean well my problem is not problem but my thought is just because you think it's comprehensive doesn't mean so a person that's never heard of something thinks that they have something comprehensive. You introduce them something else, their whole world has just now expanded and realizing, true. oh, there's this, all this extras that I've never heard of. True, true that. Like when I learned about kink, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought my worldview was pretty, pretty solid. And then I learned about kink, like, dear God, there's so much of it. I came into this knowing that my world. My worldview was pretty skewed and uh, well, you had a good lot. reason though. Your worldview was skewed. <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with that. All right, so Reed, let's uh, give the term for this episode. All right, for this episode, listeners, the term is BDSM. I have never heard that term. <laughs> never ever. Well, maybe once or twice. I don't know. Once or twice. Okay. 
Just just thinking maybe you had. So for this episode, let's see. Um, greedy, I'm thinking, I'm thinking they should reach out to me on Discord this time. Okay. Captain Awesome 82. Uh, I don't even remember what my actual... <laughs> That's the name I go by is Captain Awesome 82, but I don't remember what my actual name I signed up for on Discord was. Go, th- go through our, um, our chat group on Discord. Yeah. You'll be able to find him on there. Yeah, that works. So you should join the Gotham Press on Discord. Yes, you should. Gotham Press Podcast. Gotham Press Podcast. Uh, oh hey, let's yeah. let's do some bonus points. Bonus points. Bonus points for the first person that replies with the first person or any person. Uh, let's make it the first three. First three. First three. All right. So the first three to respond with both the word and the the variations, the main three variations of the letters. There's there's the key. The main three variations of the letters. The yes. the combinations of two letters. So um. Yeah. What I, else have we got? I, I like that. I like that. Um, this one was one I think you put on here. Uh, what did you find to be the toughest part of entering your local group? Yes, I did. Um, and I'm, I'm putting that on there for people that are listening in and may not have joined a group yet. They may be afraid to go join a group. Yeah, yeah. That was my big problem when I first joined. Um See, I was never afraid to join my group. I was just lazy. <laughs> well, that, I'm sure that's a problem that other people struggle with as well. True. Uh, but overcoming lazy is just a matter of, okay, I'm going to get my butt off the couch. Well, uh, lazy slash scheduling sometimes. Oh, that's that's different. Well, there, there, see, you say that, but there are lots of different reasons why people may not join a group. Not only being afraid, you know, or lazy, or scheduling, or... There may not be a local group for them. Yeah, that's that's true enough. But at the same time, I mean, most places, at least in the U.S., most places have a group within an hour, hour and a half drive of everywhere else. This is true. But and I realize, I realize, an hour to an hour and a half drive may be maybe inconceivable for maybe a people. bridge too far for something. Yeah, yeah. Um, or even if they are close to a group, hey. I saw you going to this thing. What were you doing over there? Well, that that was my big fear when I first joined up. Uh-huh. Running into people that I know here. Because Bakersfield is a small town. I mean, for as big as we are, as, as many people as live in Bakersfield, it is still very much a small town. And I know a good portion of people that live here. Luckily, I didn't have that problem. No, you did not. Uh, I'm very, very glad that you didn't because that might have... Might have uh, poo-pooed it for you. No, it wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, because even uh, back where I moved from, I knew a fair amount of people. Not a, not everybody, obviously. But when I went, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Because I wasn't, I didn't have that fear that a lot of people have of, oh, no, what happens? Will this ruin my life? Mm-hmm. I was young and stupid. But yeah. hey. It worked out to be for the better for me. We were all young and stupid at one point. Uh, some of us still are. Um, no names mentioned. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my big deal was I might run into somebody that I know. Uh, specifically, I might run into somebody that my parents know. And since that day, I actually have run into someone. But my attitude about it has changed. 
Have you only run into one person? Oh no, no. I've I've run into dozens of people that I I knew from Vanilla Life. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. I, there there have been there's a couple of people that are still part of our group today. Um, there are people that I, I know that have come and gone. These. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll mention them offline. Yeah, right, right. But I was most worried that I would run into people that know my parents, and oh my god, they could out me to my family, and that would be devastating because my family would ultimately turn their backs on me, and I really don't want to deal with that. You know, I can understand that. But when it happened, when it finally did happen, I had an epiphany. They're here too. Exactly. They are part of this community, and they're here participating in this. And if they out me, they're outing themselves. I was thinking it from a different standpoint, actually. What's that? Let's say you are the person that's been there for a while, and they are just dipping their toe in. Yeah. They now see a face that they know. Okay. That could be the thing that pulls them in more. Yeah, it could. At the same time, it could be the thing that pushes them away. This is true, you know? but it's kind of, you have to kind of roll the dice and hope. Well, for me, had it happened earlier, I may have I may have well been the one that walked away because I, I saw somebody that I know. Oh, my God. Nope, nope, nope. It's too real. Um, <laughs> it's too real? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the idea of... Uh, not having safety of anonymity in a community. Ah, okay, I you know? understand. Um, if I were driving three, four hours away, which, ironically, the first time I met somebody that knows my parents, it was three driving. Three, four hours away. <laughs> because yeah. they had the same idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, that, was, that was one hell of a night. Um, but, yeah, it, it, I, I was of the mindset that, I'm in danger if somebody else comes here. And that's the reason I wanted to bring this up today. Um, I, I want people to understand that if you're coming out to an event with us, uh, they're, they're going to be... Not just with us, with any, with any kink community. Yes. Most, most kink communities are tame if they're at a public venue. Uh, they, don't, they don't want to draw attention to themselves. They don't want to be known as oh the weirdos over there they they want to be oh the they're, they're a group of friends that come here every week and yeah, we, we love them they're awesome that's what we spoke about with a uh, new girl a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. about how she felt coming to a first event yeah that was that was an interesting day um but yeah i mean you come out to an event and it's it's not the horrifying experience that you think it might be you know, you, you make new friends. You understand after you've come to at least one, usually three or four, that everyone values their discretion. I'm trying to remember um, one of the female members of the group. I remember a story her saying that the first time she came to a thing, she like had her keys in her hand ready to fight off the attackers if they were if they came by. I have heard different variations of that story many times. Oh, uh, I've, I've heard it. Here, I've heard it in Los Angeles. I've heard it in Vegas. I've heard it up in the Bay. It, it's, it's, a, it's a frequent story that doesn't get shared enough. They think people are going to attack them? Oh, yeah, yeah. People think, oh, it's, it's a meat market. They're, they're, just after my, they're just after me to get in my pants. And <laughs> I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no. Hold on, hold on. 
<laughs> All I thought was the way you were just saying. I was thinking, oh, they're after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> if you see any leprechauns, don't ask them for their Lucky Charms. It's not what you think it is. <laughs> Greedy. Yeah. Did how, what did you find? Meat and two veg. Huh? Meat and two veg. Oh. Not not the Lucky Charms you were looking for. No, and it wasn't solid gold either. <laughs> But you I'm enjoyed it all the gold. same. But but you enjoyed the meat and veg all the same. No, no, no. It wasn't my meat and veg. No, no. And if if he says he's a leprechaun, he's lying to you. Even, no matter what size he is, especially if he's short. <laughs> so yeah, um, have I ever have I shared the the person that I met down uh, Los Angeles way? Uh, you have early on, I believe. Okay. If you want to, you can share again. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I ran into a guy in Los Angeles. Uh, we'll, we'll call him... Um, guy. Sure. We'll call him Guy. Uh, no, this is not the two guys that I actually know in life. Um, different guy. Um, so this guy and I wound up going to a uh, an event in Los Angeles uh, by... Uh, LAX. Um, what, what's the club down there by LAX? Uh, Sanctuary? Sanctuary, that's the one. Um, so they, they hold an event called uh, WIC, Women in Charge of Kink. And it is a female dom, male submissive exclusive event. Uh, they do not, not allow um, male switches uh, to come in presenting as dominant. They do not allow females to come in presenting as submissive. submissive. Uh, you have to be in role as a male submissive, female dominant the entire time. So we're saying this is a high protocol event. This is. This is a high protocol event. Um, the the first, I want to say, hour of it is a social event. You can have drinks. You can chat, go around talking. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Um, speaking of high protocol, um, I was actually asked about that recently. Not that we're going to get into it deep right now. Um, but I would like to put out to the listeners, I do want to have an episode about high protocol. Okay. And just like how it goes. I would love for the listeners to put in for questions or suggestions on what we should talk about in that. Huh. Please uh, go ahead and drop us a line in our Discord on our, or at our email for what you think we should talk about for in regards to high protocol. That would That would be a lot of help. Yeah. All right, so continue with your story. I so anyway, guess. no worries, no worries. Um, we're, we're down there, and uh, the first hour of it, again, is a social social event, you know. Um, <clears throat> after about an hour, the uh, host of the event gets up on stage and announces that it's time for the men to strip down to nothing more than a pair of skivvies. Okay. So if you don't, you, you get kicked out. Yeah. You and the people you're with. Oh. There was one dude who was there there just to look. <laughs> and he was no longer there. He was kicked out about three minutes later. Um, he and the girl he was with and the other guy that he was with, uh, apparently the girl and other guy had uh, gone to actually play and brought this guy along, knowing the rules. I mean, you have to acknowledge the rules before you're, you're admitted in. You have to read over them, initial each one, and acknowledge that, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to follow these rules. Um, so, yeah, uh, third wheel got the other two kicked out for the event. Anyway, um, 
about half an hour into the main playtime, mm-hmm. I see this other guy. I see Guy in the room, and I'm thinking to myself, I know this person. Oh, shit. This guy's a deacon at my parents' church. <laughs> I, I, I understood that as soon as I heard his voice. And it was like, oh, I know you. And this is, this is the point where I had the epiphany of, oh, wow, I don't have anything to worry about. If this person says anything about me, they're putting themselves in danger, too. Right. You know? So it was, it was, wow. Okay, I'm cool. Yep, I'm good. I told my mistress, hey, I know that guy over there. He goes to my parents' church. And um, about uh, 20 minutes later, uh, he's uh, passing by us going to the, uh, the bar to get a drink. Right. And... I casually look at him, say, "Hey, guy, how are you doing?" <laughs> he used his actual name. Yes. And this guy, he turns the most ghost white I have ever seen anybody turn. I mean, all the color left his face, and every other part of him, for that matter. He goes. <laughs> you and gets you were his... able to see. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, everything. You were able to see everything. He was he was bare ass naked except no. for the collar that he was wearing around his neck. Like I said, you were able to see everything. Going. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> scared turtle. <laughs> so he, oh no, no, he was he was presenting. I mean, he oh. was he was obviously bragging. You know, <laughs> he, he one of those guys. He was bragging all up until somebody could call him on his shit. All up until somebody <laughs> called him on his shit. Um, so he uh, goes over, gets his drink, and on the way back past us, he just looks horrified and. I give him a little wink, you know. <laughs> Nothing to worry about here. I ran into him at church a couple months later. I, I went back to uh, my parents' church for uh, for a holiday thing. And I, I said, hey, guy, how are you doing? Just as I had done that night. Uh-huh. And he turns ghost white again. Because now he, he talk to you? No. No, oh. he did not. He did not say a single word. He kept going and avoided me like the plague. Aww. But, yeah, I, I didn't out him. I'm, I'm not going to out him. Oh, of course not. That's not, your, that's not your deal. Last thing I want is anybody in my community feeling... Um, and notably, he didn't out you. No, he did not out me. So, as far as I know, my parents still don't know, and I'd like to keep it that way. I can understand that. But, um, yeah, don't don't freak out that people are going to out you. You, you, really, have, you really have very little to worry about... Um, most of the time, the communities uh, band together to push out the people that are undesirable, shall we say. I was going to say dangerous. Yeah, that, that, that's part of the undesirable part. Right. Um, it's in everybody's best interest to make it a safe community. So the people that um, play around with uh, discretion, we don't, we don't allow that at all. But, uh, the best thing. I I wholeheartedly believe so. So yeah, that's that's my uh, story of uh, the deacon. <laughs> the deacon. <laughs> Next time we should just call him Deacon. <laughs> deacon Frost. Oh no. Oh, that was a good movie. Blade. Yeah. That was Blade One. That was Blade two? One. Blade One. That was one. Yeah, Blade One. I enjoyed. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> oh oh. What? Uh, so earlier today I was watching. Uh, uh, oh, was Honest Trailers? 
Okay. They did an honest trailer for Howard the Duck. That's another one I haven't seen yet. And here's the thing. It is a 100, 1,000% horrible movie. But it is canonically, no, not canonically, but it is, as far as the timeline concerned, mm-hmm. the very first actual Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. It was bad. Yeah, I, I did I did enjoy his cameo in um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, no, no, the cameo's been great. I'm just saying the, the full movie, bad. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Uh, when when I was a kid, um, back in the days that I was still sheltered, uh, I went to uh, youth camp uh, mm-hmm. for the church, and one of the girls that I met there, I just had a mad crush on, but I was too shy to sh- say anything. Uh, her email address was howardtheduckgirl at aol.com. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's now gone, so... Uh, bit, uh, yeah, AOL. AOL. Oh, not AOL. So no, people, people still have AOL accounts, yeah, but... Kevin Smith still has his. I don't, I don't know whether to be impressed or sorry for him for that. I know, that's but. impressive. <laughs> I'm sure if I really, really dug deep, I could remember what my AOL account was. But I don't care to. Yeah, neither do I. I don't <sighs> think it would exist still. Memories. Mm-hmm. Memories. <laughs> like the corner of my mind. Oh, no. Okay, Greedy's starting to sing, so I'm thinking we're any final thoughts, Greedy? I I do not have any final thoughts. I'm I'm very happy with the way this episode went. Okay. Uh, final thoughts from me. If you want to go out to an event, be bold. Hmm. Take that first step. You may dip your toe in the water, and that's it. Yep. But you'll see that the water's not going to hurt you. If you come out to a Bakersfield event. Dip Jump your in. toe in the water. Well, no, no. <laughs> Dip your toe in the water, and either Shock Doc or myself will probably come and introduce ourselves to you, and you know, either make you feel welcome or scare you the hell off. Or if you're sitting down close to my end of the table, I'll look. I'll see you. I'll give you a few minutes to see if you want to come by, and then I'll come over back. Hey, what's up? <laughs> you see me? I, I tend to be. What's the word? Sociable, I guess. Uh, I was going to go with shameless, but we'll see. Same thing, isn't it? <laughs> I don't think so. I may be mistaken. Don't corrupt the Don't corrupt the Lies. <laughs> anyway, you don't agree? I've, I've enjoyed the episode. I have too. This has been fun. All right. Well, hey, listeners. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for spending time, even though it was just me and Greedy. Mm. Next time, maybe we'll have another guest. It'll be a dark night. The light comes on who's there it's the gotham press oh greedy no you bad. can't do it by yourself that was oh, really real bad. quick listeners uh, uh call to arms ending huh call to arms call, <laughs> call to arms yes we still need people that want to participate in helping us record a new intro mm-hmm. we're looking for voice actors uh, for anybody that wants to read a few lines to help us become better um, so please hit us up either through our email, gothampresspodcast at gmail.com, or on the Discord. And it is no longer a, we're thinking about doing this. It is now, we're doing this, we have a script. Yep, Greedy wrote up a script. He, I helped put in a few parts. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yes, it'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. Well, hey, listeners, thanks for joining the Gotham Press. You have a great, whatever the time it is for you, 
Love with this. We are out. Get your ass over here.